All right. Hello, fans, viewers, and listeners. This is the Fight Insight Podcast. As you will see, I'm joined by a new special guest co-host for today. It is Jade Picasso. Jade, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Not bad. Thank you so much for joining. Jade, you are out in California, and you're fighting for Up Next Fighting very, very soon. This Saturday, January. Four days out, yep. Yep, very exciting. So we're happy to have you here. And the reason why I specifically have you is because our first guest has something very special to do with California. So we're going to figure that out and we'll talk to that gentleman. Guys, before we start the podcast, please follow and subscribe to Fight Insight Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, wherever you are, wherever you're hearing me right now. Follow, like it, do all that good stuff. Uh, On today's show, we do have two special guests which we will get to. And uh, this episode is going to be fantastic. Jade, I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Guys, let's get on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fight Insight Podcast. All right, Jade, our first guest today proudly represents California's 17th Assembly mm-hmm. District, encompassing the eastern side of San Francisco. Previously serving on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors and the San Francisco Board of Education, he holds a BA in Urban Development from UC Berkeley, an MA from Stanford University School of Education, a JD from Stanford Law School, and an LLM in Human Rights and National from National University of Ireland. Among the many great things that he has done for his city and those around him, this man authored and introduced Assembly Bill 1136, a pension fund for MMA fighters in the state of California, which came into effect on January 1st, 2024. We're very excited to have him here today to talk about this groundbreaking bill that is set to change the fight community in ways we have only ever dreamed about. It gives athletes a true fighting chance at a secure future. Everybody, please welcome to the podcast, assembly member, Matt Haney. Thank you, what an introduction, man. Oh wow. There it is. That was pretty good. I I feel like I'm about to go into the ring right now. Oh. Right, that was good. At, yeah. at, I mean, Assemblymember Matt Haney, I will say, if you had any more degrees or doctorates, this podcast <laughs> would not have had the time to list them, my friend. <laughs> Thank that you. Was a lot. That. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Assemblymember Matt Haney, I'm so happy and honored to have you here today. I'm telling you, I follow so many things on Instagram that deal with mixed martial arts. And suddenly I see a post that talks about the MMA pension fund in California. I had not heard about it before. I saw it. I realized that it was you that authored it. And I'm so glad to have you here because I'd love to talk about it and what it all means. Give us a little bit of an introduction in terms of how did you get involved with this? Well, thanks again for having me, uh, Timmy, and, and, and great great to meet you, Jade. Uh, best of luck in your in your upcoming fight. Uh, well, I'm a fan. Uh, that, that's how I first uh, came into the issue. I I uh, grew up, you know, walking down to Blockbuster near my house and renting uh, Royce Gracie fights and, uh, you know, watched some of the, the early uh, iterations of the sport and have followed it uh, throughout my uh, my time as an adult. Uh, I also, um, 
you know, uh, uh, have, a, have a good sense of the sacrifices that these fighters make. I have friends who I, who I grew up uh, with who, who went on to be fighters and uh, some of them are retired now. And I saw uh, the incredible sacrifices that they made, particularly the toll that it took on their bodies, you know, the, the risks that they took on uh, and the challenges that they've faced now that they've uh, stopped fighting. Uh, so I had some friends who were involved with the athletic commission in California and they knew that I was a fan of the sport. So they approached me with this idea of creating uh, a pension fund for, for, for retired fighters who fight in California. Uh, at that point, I didn't know, but I came to learn that California is actually the biggest state in the country for uh, MMA. Uh, we have the most fights and we have the most fighters. I think a lot of people would assume that that is Nevada. It's actually California by far. And this is a sport, uh, much like professional boxing, that's regulated by the state of California. Uh, we have a California Athletic Commission that has to approve every fight. The, the referees work for the state. Uh, this is a state-sanctioned sport. And so we have a responsibility, I believe, to the fighters when they're fighting to make sure they're safe and healthy uh, uh, and that, that it's well-regulated. And we also have a responsibility to the fighters when they finish, uh, that they can retire with dignity, that they can live with dignity, uh, that if they have injuries, they can have access to health care. Uh, so uh, I was very proud to take on this effort this past year. And in the first year that we introduced this pension fund, we were able to get it passed and signed into law uh, by Governor Newsom, who, who was hugely supportive. Um, and I think that not only is it a great thing for the fighters who will be able to take advantage of it, and who fight and qualify for it. I think it's also a statement from the state of California and from the fans who I represent, the residents and constituents that I represent, uh, that we appreciate and value what these fighters do and that uh, we care about them. Uh, and we care about them when they're in the ring and also when they're done. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah. And uh, I had actually pulled out a quote that I found of you that said, quote, we have a responsibility as a state to make sure those fighters are safe and protected when they're in the ring and safe and protect, protected when they're finished fighting. And so that's exactly what you just said. I love it. Um, yeah, benefits, I mean, man, healthcare benefits sound like they would come in handy a lot because, you know, there's a lot of people that get, that get injured in training a lot. It happens so many times. And I always see people, I mean, usually most people just don't worry about it. A lot of people have that tough mindset where like they get injuries and then they don't want to have to deal with all going to the hospital, going to the ER or whatever. They just keep yeah. it up. They're good to go right back into training and then it just gets worse over time. So the healthcare benefits it could be really come in handy. Yeah, we, we heard a, a lot of just terrible, you know, stories from folks, which is just the, the, the reality that you're experiencing. And yeah, it is. I mean, that's why I've seen people get hurt like right in front of me at the gym. So I know it could definitely like it's very easy to happen in training. Well, I, I think a lot, a lot of a lot of fans and others may be surprised to know that many fighters don't have health care protection at all. And they're only protected uh, for their injuries, for injuries that are caused uh, during a fight. And so yeah. some fighters told me that they actually had an injury. Uh, they didn't get in, it cared for and they they went into a fight injured just so that they could leave that fight saying the injury happened during the fight and that they could get health care for it i mean that's yeah. really dangerous and yeah. it's frankly wrong and 
it comes as a result of the way some of the contracts are structured for these yeah. fighters. So we know that the retirement and the pension and the, all of that is only one part of that, of what I think uh, we need to change about the sport to make sure that these fighters, uh, and, and, and most fighters are not making these huge pots of money. Even the ones you think of as very successful, um, you right. know, we had Pat Zingano come here and, uh, and testify with us and she's a successful fighter. She's been a champion, all this. Uh, she she is also sharing with us that she also has some of these challenges, and yeah. so you know this is well, reality. Yeah, no, definitely, and I and I think you know in in doing this podcast, this is episode one hundred and fifty five. I've met so many fighters from around the world that you know have told me their crazy stories, and I've and I've remained friends with so many of them. So yeah, it's it's not the luxurious lifestyle that some may think. Jade is going <laughs> to be a, Jade is going to be a future champion. So we don't worry about her. She's going to be great and she's going to be a future champion. But I had many people reach out. And so there's lots of questions I want to ask you about this pension specifically. Uh, if you don't mind, first question, who qualifies for the pension? So uh, this pension will be for fighters who fight uh, at least 39 rounds in California, uh, which is usually about 12 to 12 to 14 professional fights. Uh the reason why we had to have a higher number like that is because it is paid for by uh, the ticket sales and the sports paraphernalia and concessions and other things that are sold at the events. Um, as the state of California, the athletic commission, we have authority directly over the events themselves. Um, we unfortunately do not have the power to, to tax, you know, the pay-per-view and the, all these other things that happen uh, from fights that happen elsewhere. So, um, what we hope, though, is that this incentivizes people to want to do more fights in California, that this will, you know, one of the questions we got early on is, well, will this mean that uh, there will be less fights in California because the promoters won't want to do fights here? I actually think it'll have the opposite effect, which is you'll have fighters saying, actually, I want to do more of my fights in California so that I qualify uh, for this pension. Uh, so it, it will be for fighters who fight a higher number of fights. But um it is, there are enough fights in California for sure. Uh, and it's a growing sport that uh, 39 rounds and which is roughly, you know, 12 to 14 fights uh, is something that uh, a number of fighters will qualify for. Now, I saw that it had said 39 scheduled rounds. So if I sign up for a fight and it's a three round fight, but such as Jade or my next guest, Mr. Ben Lease, if I finish the fight in the first round, does that count as three rounds? It counts as three rounds, yeah. So uh, it's, not, it's not how many rounds that's that's important. And you're more of a, a pro in this in this sport than I am. Scheduled rounds. So if it's a three-round fight and it only goes one round, that counts for three rounds. Okay. And what if and what if you have to survive the number of rounds? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we said for, 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 for 39 rounds, it's about, you know, 12 to 14, because we're saying the average fight is three rounds. That's right. 12, 12 rounds. Okay. And of course, it has to be professional fights or do amateur count? This is professional fights because we can only collect ticket sales on professional fights. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, collect the California Athletic Commission. And again, you know, for me with all this, we, we wanted to create this. Uh, I would love to see in the coming years for it to be expanded for more fighters, for uh, more amateur fighters, for others to qualify. 
And, you know, like all laws, this is only the beginning. You know, we can amend it over time and such. But until we created this fund, um, we needed to create it to be able to start to collect yes. funds for it. And, and we also we collect the funds and then we invest them. And then we also now can figure out um, whether there are other ways to invest more money into the fund. What I hope, for example, is that in the future, with some of the professional um, promoters, that uh, fighters will ask for contributions to be made um, to the to the fund as part of the contracts for the fights. So, a right. fight in California, a promoter could say, "Yes, whatever we take in, and we're going to put an extra hundred thousand, whatever it is, from that we collected, maybe from uh, TV or whatever." Um, you know, and ultimately, I think fighters should have an organized collective uh, voice and a, a union of some kind to, to advocate for them. But in light of the fact they don't have that now, we have to do this more from a top down state state driven way. OK, so I know you said in terms of who funds it, you've already clarified that. So it's one dollar from every ticket sale. And that's what starts it going in there. Who is going to manage the fund or who administers it? Uh, the California Athletic Commission. Uh, so the California Athletic Commission is responsible for permitting all these fights, for regulating them. Um, the, the, all of the medical staff, the referees, the professional staff that oversee fights are California Athletic Commission staff. And they also have uh, uh, expertise in managing pension because we have a program like this that already exists for professional boxers. Right. Uh, extending the program yeah. now to MMA fighters. That's incredible. Now, if Jade, Jade, I think I saw on one of your interviews that you said that you might, might want to go to boxing in the future. Did you say that? Yep, that's correct. Mm -hmm. So here- Boxing too. I would want to do both, really. I, yeah. I like both. But that's so, why you don't really see that too often. I feel like that's just now becoming a thing, you know, seeing them like cross over to boxing. So it's still, I know it's like still kind of new, but I would definitely be interested in being able to do both like the same time, you know? Do, yeah, I yeah. Mean, or it's boxing fight. Yeah, that would yeah. be really super cool. And I did yeah. see that the boxing did have a pension a while ago already now, right? Before the MMA. And is that just because MMA is just, just now becoming more popular? Yeah. But, uh this is something that has existed for a while for boxing. And now with the growth of MMA, uh, which obviously has now been around for a long time, there's no, we felt there was no reason to not extend that same opportunity and that, those same benefits to MMA fighters that are also regulated by uh, the California Athletic Commission. Yeah, sorry, Jade just dropped out. It might've been her signal. I'll bring her back if she comes back in. I, I really appreciate this. Can you explain what is it that you get? I know from my research, I found out that it's when you turn 50 is when the pension kicks in. Is that correct? Yes. You can uh, collect, begin to collect when you turn 50 and, uh, and you can collect earlier if you have an injury uh, that requires you to collect earlier. Uh, okay. You know, we don't, we don't know the exact amount. It'll depend on how many fighters qualify. Uh, it'll depend on how much money we're able to collect. Um, you know, um, boxers have uh, um, uh, had their iteration of it, although there are, there are a lot more fights that happen for MMA. So I think the amount will be larger. Um, you know, my hope is that 
we could get into the to the space where you know folks are collecting twenty to thirty thousand dollars a year. You know, once they hit fifty, I hope that that's where we're moving towards. In order to do that, we're going to have to make sure we uh, expand the the source of the funding for it. Right. Um, it's not intended to be a sole source of income, but what you see with a lot of fighters is, you know, maybe some of them are coaching, maybe some of them are doing other types of jobs, but this type of supplemental income can help with their health care, can help with housing yeah. costs, with all sorts of things that it will make a difference for folks uh, to make sure that they, I mean, 20,000 20, bucks, they can afford health care with that. So um, that, that that's, you know, it's, it's not intended to be a huge amount of money, uh, but it's, uh, it does make a difference for folks. No, no, no. This is, this is a huge, if, if not a huge amount of money, I'll take 20,000 anyway, <laughs> but it's, if not a huge amount of money, it's a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, to, to Jade's point, I was going to wait till she gets back, but just in case she lags out, uh, boxing if i was to compete in boxing professionally and mma can we combine those rounds or no is like for uh, those that's two a good mentions? question um i would have to ask the athletic commission probably i mean they manage both of them uh, i yeah. mean as you said for for us it was both it's both about the money and it's also about saying we care about these fighters we need to take take care of them right. uh, and we have a responsibility to them and it's shifting the conversation to really accepting the permanence of this sport, uh, respecting the athletes who participate in it and those who want to participate in it. And then I hope broadening the conversation about our responsibility to them, both when they're in the ring and when they're, and when they're not, okay. uh, and that's about healthcare. It's about retirement. It's about safety. Right. Uh, and, and again, it's about respecting the, the sacrifices and the, uh, that they make in stepping into the ring and, and the risks involved with that and, and, and how we all benefit from from them taking that on for our own entertainment and respect for the sport. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just putting it out there now. If you'd like to make the Fight Insight podcast amendment, that can be, <laughs> that can be a little addendum to somehow clarify that if a fighter, because I think Jade was correct, in the future, people are really looking at going back and forth between yeah. MMA and boxing. So if there could be some sort of way where, okay, well, this many you know, boxing rounds counts as this many MMA rounds or this many MMA counts as boxing, that could be a nice way to allow fighters to kind of diversify their experience and still collect, which yeah. would be great. Um, question was, so, okay, so I'm 50, I can collect. We're saying we're not too sure on the amount yet because we need to see, but you've anticipated perhaps the 20 to 30,000, which is fantastic. Um, why is this not everywhere? Why California first? What's to stop? Is there anything to stop other states from doing this? Well, again, I, I, I do hope that we're creating a model here that others will replicate. And I hope that every state does this. Certainly uh, the other state that uh, would make a lot of sense would be Nevada. And maybe ultimately we sort of align our, our, our approach to this in some way. They, they're the other state that has a lot of fights and they're next door. Uh, you know, part of it is that the California Athletic Commission has the, the, the number of fights, the number of fighters and the reach in terms of uh, regulatory reach to be able to do this. Maybe smaller states don't have as many fights, so they'd have to maybe fund it another way or they're, they're unlikely to be as right, many right. For, for folks to qualify. So, but again, this also brings up a number of other questions, which is 
how do we make sure that not only uh, other states do this, but that uh, this is a standard for the industry. So uh, right. I think it's, I, I think, you know, we didn't have opposition from Bellator, UFC and such. In fact, they were, they were okay with it, which is great. I think that was a great thing for them to not be opposed to this, even though the people will be paying more for a ticket because we're doing this in California a little bit yeah. more. Uh, but I do think it's putting a little bit more attention and pressure on them to think about the long-term health and well-being of their fighters. And, and so more states can do it. We can do it nationally. We could also look at other countries and then we could also, I hope, create more of an industry standard. You know, if yeah. you look at the NFL and the NHL and the Major League Baseball and all this, they have retirement security for all of their players. That's it's right. negotiated in their contracts. No, I hope we can get to the point that that's the case for anyone who fights professionally. Uh, there's enough money being made <laughs> to be able to do this and to take yeah. care of everyone who participates in a certain number of fights, uh, at least with some basic level of retirement, dignity, and health care. Yeah, no, I think, you know, hey, $1 from every ticket sale, I don't know, you know, I don't know the profit margins of the various organizations, but that $1 is not, should not break the bank. And it's going towards such a great cause. What I would like to see, Assembly Member Matt Haney, is maybe a way that even um, attendees of the yeah. fight, like the like the like the ticket buyers, can donate a little bit extra. I would yeah. love for there to be something where you say, "Hey, welcome to the show. Here's your ticket. Hey, here's a little bin if you'd like to throw in some money that goes towards the fighters fighters pension." I think that'd be lovely. And I'm telling you, as a fan of the sport, why wouldn't I throw in a couple right. of bucks every time I go because it's going towards such a worthy cause. Um, yeah, we, you, we had we had a um, we have a, a bill that we're considering, uh, maybe another fight in sight am am amendment here. Uh, uh, whereas uh, uh, if you go to Major League Baseball and NFL and these these different sporting events, they have something called a 50-50 raffle where uh, uh, if you give a hundred dollars to the raffle, uh, uh, half of it a, a, a fan wins the money, and the other half goes to a charity. And so yeah. we thought about authorizing something like that for the fights where they put the money in, you know, yeah. $100, you might win the money back or, but the other half will go to the, to the charity. And then also different types of special like uh, sports paraphernalia. Uh, or even we talked about like a license plate and, you know, just things for people who are fans to be able to do to contribute. And I think, you know, fairly quickly, you raise it, you know, millions of dollars over many years, you're, you're able to provide a lot more support for these for these fighters. No, I, I think that's incredible. Um, honk if you love MMA. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Who wouldn't get that li special license plate? <laughs> there are enough fans. You know, we know we know that there are more fans um, in in California than any other state. I mean, obviously we're a big state, but right. if you look at you know the pay per view purchases and all of that, uh, the attendees of of the fights here. Uh, and again, the number of fights and the number of fighters. So for every, you know, one professional fighter, there's, you know, hundreds of amateur fighters who are also involved with the sport. We have all these academies here where people, the best professional fighters are trained and come out of California. I mean, uh, there's a, um, uh, now a special academy that, uh, at, uh, Sacramento state, uh, where they're going to be doing a special degree in 
in, in, in combat sports. So uh, Uriah is very involved with that. So there's, there's a lot of leadership in the sport here too. So that's I'm, right. I'm happy we can continue to be a part of that. No, that's incredible. I know back in the day, I think this was probably right when our podcast started, there was a mention of a fighter pension in the Philippines that there was a um, senator or something out there in the Philippines that was trying to get one done for national athletes to be able to kind of like keep encouraging their their fighters and their athletes and to try and build that. Unfortunately, I don't, as far as I know, it didn't pass over. So that was the last I had heard a few years ago. And then suddenly, boom, here comes assembly member Matt Haney with the with the knockout punch of the uh attention. Yeah. I beat man I beat Senator Man Manny Pacquiao to the punch. How about that? There's, not many people can claim that, but you can. Um, did you have did you have any opposition to this? Like, did anyone not not trying to call a name out, but like, was there any was there any major issue that people took with this, or like you said, this right away first year in it, it passes? Was this something that just unanimously everybody realized? Yes, this is a great thing for our athletes and for our state because, like you said. This is going to encourage more events to occur because the fighters will say, wait a second, if I have to accrue my 39 scheduled rounds, I want my fights in California. Get me in California. Well, I was I was happy to see how much support there was for it. There was first of all, there was a ton of support from uh, the MMA community from, you know, we had Herb Dean here. We had Mike Beltran. We had, uh, like I said, Uriah. We had Ronda Rousey was a huge, huge supporter. And. Um, just a ton, ton of support within the, the fighting community. So that, that, that was great to see. We didn't have opposition from the big promoters, which is what we were, we were somewhat worried about. I think, you know, they, they wanted to be sure we weren't going to, you know, have it be a hundred dollars a ticket or something, but kept right. it right now pretty low. Uh, start, start there with them. So that was great. I think there were, there were questions. There were folks who wanted to make sure we weren't using taxpayer money on this. Uh, okay. And so we were, we had to take some amendments to be very clear that no taxpayer money would be would be going into this, but we ultimately got the support of Republicans and Democrats. Uh, this was not a partisan issue, which uh, I know you're in Canada, but it's very rare to get the Republicans and Democrats to agree on anything. But they agreed yeah. on su supporting the MMA fighters, so that was a that was that was that was a good sign for the future. No, I, you know I'm really glad that you raised that because well, in Canada it's it's just as crazy here as it is there, but. Um, no, I, I think that's really important because you're right. When an issue like this is just about the good for people, it really shouldn't be anything about party politics or shouldn't be anything about a me versus you. This is like, hey, we can all realize that this is a good thing. And so I'm so happy that this that this went through for you right away. Uh, I know I'm going a little bit long with you. Just a few more questions, if you don't mind. Uh, one one amateur fighter in california he's a good friend of mine matt queso padilla he wrote in to ask where can fighters find more information about this uh the california athletic commission uh so on their website they have information about the pension fund i just started this year uh so i don't know how much you know if they have a full web page about it or anything uh but i i do think that this is uh that's the place to go, California Athletic Commission. And they also have a phone number and email and everything where you can reach out directly to get more information. Okay, perfect. I'll put the link up to any information that I can find. I'll put that in the show notes as well. So if you're listening right now, driving in your car, I'll try to put as many notes as possible as I can so you can find this. But just look up Assemblymember Matt Haney. He's the guy 
And so check him out and you'll find it. What if I sign up for a bout that is scheduled for 39 rounds? Can I do that? Ah. One ah. fight, 39 rounds, old school style, like the Hoist Gracie <laughs> fights you used to watch. That's right. I don't even know if, I, I remember. You'd Hours. It, it would be an eight hour fight or something like that. <laughs> you know, I'd be at four in the morning. I'd still be watching. Uh, it. Go to sleep. What are you doing? I'm like, no, it's still, still going on. Um, uh, these these are athletic commission. These are official fights. So I, I don't think that the California Athletic Commission is 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 any more for better or worse approving thirty nine bout uh, thirty nine round bouts. But um, if they did a ten round one, that would count. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I really hope that organizations and fighters realize what is going on here. Jade Picasso fights for Up Next Fighting, which is a huge, fantastic promotion in California. Have you been to Up Next Fighting show, Assemblymember Matt Haney? I have not. No, no. Now you, I gotta go. You have to go. They're they they great. Put, they put on one heck of a show. Jade, they put in a lot of effort into marketing the fights, but just the whole look yeah, of it. Yeah, they do. Oh, wow. Wow. It's, yeah, it's really different because usually promotions don't really do that for amateurs too much. They might do like, you know, a little something, but I think Up Next definitely goes all out and makes it like a priority for amateurs too. So yeah, they're they're awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. So uh, I would say, assembly member, that if you are not doing anything on January 27th, this coming Saturday. Oh, wow. That, that where, you is it? Where, where is it, Jay? be in LA at the Ukrainian Culture Center. Oh wow. I believe it's oh, off yeah. in LA, yeah. It's you're in Sacramento and that might be a bit far from here. Uh, I'm in Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, so but I, I will keep my eye out on it for sure. I will be at there I know there's a uh, a big UFC fight in Anaheim in in mid oh, mid yeah. so I will be at that. That's the next oh, one. Oh no. cool. Very nice. Very nice, very yeah, nice. I wanted I'm to just ask gonna... also, sorry, if that no, like you, know, you go to UFC fights. I mean, did you ever did you ever have any like MMA training when you were like, <laughs> like how no, much no, did I, you like it? I I never had any 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 training. Uh okay, but you but would I, like I, I've gone to fights and now I'm going to more fights and uh and I and I encourage people to to support MMA fighting amateur and professional in, in California. I think it's just in a really incredible place. If you go and see these these academies and and just the, the pipeline of fighters and yeah. the, the support that there is for fighters here is really incredible. Yeah. Uh, the network and the community. And so uh, okay. whatever we can do to support that and to support you all, you know, I, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, Assembly member Mahini, I've taken up so much of your time and I really appreciate how gracious you've been and, and the people that I've been in contact with you at your office as well have been so fantastic. So I do want to shout them as well. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I have one final question that I normally ask all of my guests. I have never asked an assembly member this question though. So I'm going to ask it to you. It's a question that my mother used to ask me all the time growing up. And I'm going to ask it to you now, assembly member Mahini. On a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, I am. I am a ten. Uh, I'm grateful to be doing this work, and my San Francisco 49ers, Hopefully, by the time this airs, are still in it and still in the Super Bowl, uh, <laughs> and uh, are still <laughs> are playing in the Super Bowl. 
uh, and uh, I'm excited about that. But it, no, this I love my job. I love being able to work on issues like this, and uh, I appreciate your interest in it. And uh, good luck, Jabe. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It was very nice meeting you, Assembly Member Matt Haney. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, you are welcome back on the podcast at any time. I do. I, I will keep you as a friend of the podcast always, and I'll reach out if I ever hear or see any crazy news about this. <laughs> but we would love to have you back one day just to keep talking about how it's going and how it progresses, because I can only see this getting bigger and stronger legs. It's going to it's going to be something that the fighters are going to love yeah. and really support. And I really think promotions and fighters are going to catch on to this big time once they start hearing about it more and realizing what this means for them and their future and their children. And for all the young fighters coming up, like Jade, you know, this is something so fantastic. I, yeah, had, one last I had one last question. I apologize. If I don't live in California, I still qualify? You don't have to live in California. As long as your fights are in California uh, and you, you've done that many fights, California owes you the money. <laughs> That's be from another country. So, so as long as I'm a pro fighter, I get my 39 scheduled rounds in California in a sanctioned event. When I turn 50, I will qualify, qualify for the pension. And it is paid in American dollars. I'm Canadian. Don't cheat it's me out. It's paid in American dollars. And it's money that's collected that you earn because you fought in these fights where we collected the money on your behalf. And we also invest the money, right? So... The thing that makes it a pension is that the money is supposed to grow over time as yes. pensions do. And, and that's where we're able to do more for more people. Well, I love it. Thank you so much. I'm glad that I remembered that last question because that was important for me. And our next guest is a Canadian amateur. Oh, yes. so who knows what's going to happen with him. But thank you so much. Assembly member Matt Haney, it is an absolute honor and a privilege to have you. You are a, a very cool dude. I can't wait to see you again. And thank you so much for all you do for mixed martial arts. Honestly, people need to know who you are. They need to say thank you because you've done a great job for you and the city and, and your state. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Jade. He's cool. Your, <laughs> He's your cool. First, your first interview in the books. You did fantastic, I will say. I guess. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. No, uh, you did, you did fantastic. I know I cut off in the middle and I just freaked out. I was like, oh, what happened? <laughs> That's okay. So your battery died on your phone. I yeah. will tell you, I mean, I know you'll watch this back probably a hundred times and all your friends and family will watch this podcast to see you. Oh my goodness. But yes, they I will. Did, They'll play I, it over and over and over again. <laughs> I did ask assembly member Matt Haney, if you were boxing and doing MMA at the same time, would the pensions like kind of merge together? So he said it's not, I think what he was saying was it's not necessarily yet, but that's something they'll have to figure out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would believe so because there's a lot to work out when you're talking about doing both at the same time. But right. I yeah, mean, I just for, for MMA, it definitely makes me like excited, you know, hopeful for the future that, you know, that there'll be something. Yeah. Really? Back. Just but like any other sport. Like how yeah, it but should think be. About but think about it, right? Because if you were thinking, like, if you're fighting an MMA and then you're thinking, like, oh, I could box, but you're like, well, shoot, maybe I should keep doing MMA to get those 39 scheduled rounds so I can get my pension. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd have, like, you'd be like, well, I'm not going to box because I got to do this and get my numbers in. Yeah. But, 
but it's something to think about. And I'm so happy. Yeah. And, I really, and I really hope people learn a little bit because I think, I don't think a lot of people know about this pension oh, as much as they oh, should. Yeah, no. Especially if, I mean, they, you have to go out of your way to, you know, go on the, um, on the website to look at the pension and then read it. Right. And I, I mean, I could see how a lot of people wouldn't know about it. You know, not too many yeah. people, you know, talk about stuff like that, especially fighters, active fighters, because, you know, when they're active like that, all they got on their mind is getting ready for fights. So I know, I could, no. it would, it definitely, the word needs to be spread as much yeah. as possible. But we're starting it right here, Jade. Now, we are going to bring in our next guest, but before I do, I just want to shout out a few friends of the podcast, Rageworks okay. Podcast Network, rageworksnetwork.com. You can go find amazing uh, podcasts like ours. March 2nd, Canadian BKFC event. It's a BKFC prospects, bare knuckle fighting, Jade. <laughs> Robert DeArne, he was a former guest. He's fighting on that event as well as Jade Masson Wong. She is fighting on that event March 2nd, so stay tuned for that. We've got UNF coming up on January 27th, of course. We've been talking about it. And uh, our good friend here, Jade, she's on that card, as well as last week's uh, guest, Khalil The Real Pearson. There's your two posters on the screen there. You guys are looking good. January 27th. Guys, go to upnextfighting.com and watch that fight if you're not going to be there in attendance. Go check them out. And uh, UFC 297 just passed. Did you watch it, UFC 297? Uh, I watched part of it, but I actually didn't get to watch the whole thing. Right. It, wasn't, it wasn't the greatest card. We'll talk a little bit about it with Ben. But former guests of the podcast, Jillian Robertson, Garrett Armfield, Raquel Pennington, and Drikas Duplessis, all former guests of mine, Jade, they all oh. won their fights. So congratulations to those four. And one more friend of the podcast update. This coming February 3rd at FLA 13, my next guest fights. And Jade, I will be commentating the event. So I'm making my MMA commentary oh. debut. I'm going to be commentating that event. I'm very excited. That is on February 3rd, FLA 13. Guys, oh, go, to fight, go to fightleagueatlantic.com and buy that pay-per-view to catch our next guest as well as me commentating. Jade, this is going to be fantastic. I'm so excited for you to meet. You've met him a little bit already. But mm -hmm. our second guest today, he is already a friend of the podcast who made his debut appearance back on episode 138 after he went viral for his God bless and see you at the top video that he, he did in the <laughs> ring, Jade. It was awesome. You can go check it out later. Now he's 2-0 on the amateur scene with two big knockouts. He fights at FLA 13, February 3rd in the Moncton Coliseum in Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, we will not keep this big man waiting. Here he is, Ben Luis. Ah! I'm getting so hyped up. I was watching that whole interview. Oh, man. It is good ben, to be back. look how handsome you look in your tank top. I'm cutting. I know. Look at that. And I'm cutting a 205 too. I'm. I'm not as chubby as I was last fight, man. I'm sure you can see that too, Tim. Look yeah, that. yeah. You're looking. That your last fight would go. be at 15. That was 215. The last one. I'm 205. Oh. This one. Is this the first one? Good. Five. Yeah, first time 205. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So we're kind of doing the same thing here. And this is gonna be my first time at 115. Your first time at 205. So you we're must feel very. 
I feel great. Yeah, I, I feel, feel very I feel great. I think the last time I weighed 205, I was realistically probably 12 and a half years old. <laughs> That's, how I I That's how I feel too. I mean, when I, 115, the last time I was 115, I can't even remember, honestly. Mm -hmm. I remember walking around 120 before I started even training. So I had to yeah. be like elementary or middle school the last time I was in 115. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I, used to, I used to be like 295 back when I was playing rugby and playing uh, playing hockey. I was, you know, I still have, I still, uh, when I was playing hockey, it, it sucked because I was really good at it, but uh, I was too fucking fat to skate. So, you know, it was the only problem. I had good hands, but I couldn't skate. <laughs> I seen yeah. that you do uh, rugby on your Instagram. You also yeah. like, you're into like, you know, dirt, you ride with dirt bikes. And I jump, I jump dirt bikes in the past. So you're I, a bit uh, of I play <laughs> university rugby. <laughs> D1, D1 athlete over here. Nice. Uh, worn a lot of different hats. Had a fight club for a little bit. Now we're doing MMA. Now, yeah. you know, commentator, as Tim saw at the last one, hype man on the microphone. Yeah, We're doing it all. Proud friend of the podcast. Yeah. Fight yeah. insight. But here, I'm delaying. I'm yapping too much. Tim, let's jump sure. into it, buddy. Let's then jump here's, into the, it. here's the thing. If people want to know the basics of Ben Lee's, then you go click on Fight Insight and go to episode 138. That's where we met Ben Lee's. Once you're a friend of the podcast, Jade, the conversation just flows. It's just whatever. You know, like if you want to know about Ben Lee's, you go to episode 138. You want to just chat with Ben Lee's? This is where you come. Episode 155. We talked to Ben. Ben, how are you feeling? Are you feeling good? This is, I mean, in reality, this is very important for you. This is your first fight, first pay-per-view of the season for Fight League Atlantic. You get put on this card. It's a good spot to be on. It sets you up for the rest of the year. How are you dealing with the pressure and stuff like that? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I like it. I'm on the cusp of breaking through. To I'm, I'm, on, I'm approaching the ceiling, and I'm about to shatter through the ceiling. I am right there. Each fight, the stakes are rising. And this is the this is the best one. We're back in the home province. Moncton Coliseum, where you've been in the arena. It's the big arena. I have more people now than ever watching me, watching my moves. And I, I got the toughest opponent yet. So I yeah. got the toughest opponent, the highest stakes, the biggest weight cut. The 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 pressure is on, and I fucking love it, man. I can't yeah. wait. I am sure you can you can see it. You can probably my skin is glowing right now. Look at that. I'm glowing. I'm I am hyped up, man. I yeah. I this is the best shape I've ever been in. You know, I say weight cut, man. I'm cutting I if I were to start cutting weight right now, I'd be cutting less weight than I was for the last fight. I, it's all been through diet and exercise. So I'm in the best shape I've ever been. Nice. And man, I'm just fucking ready to rock, bro. Like I'm I like the pressure. I'm, it's yeah. all on me, and I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait to walk out and the nerves. I can't wait to feel it all. It's. I thrive in that. That's what I need. It's the like thing, it's like high stakes poker, man. Like let's. I'm going all in. I yeah. I like the analogy, but I feel it's a little bit tougher than all stakes poker. That's all I'm saying. But oh, yeah. you know, I I will say like you know I watch a lot of MMA all over the place, right? And I will say, honestly, up next fighting in California, 
puts on one hell of a show. It is beautiful. The work that they do, beautiful. Fight League Atlantic in Canada, East Coast Canada, beautiful. Beautiful work that they put on in their shows. That's why I support the two fighters in those two organizations. You know what I mean? Because they put on such a good show. I wanted to ask both of you, really, you're both under, like other amateur fighters are fighting in like a school gymnasium. You know what I mean? And like some, like some bumpkinville <laughs> ring or cage, right? That's just strapped together. You guys are fighting under like what really looks like as professional as professional can be. Yeah. Do you do you practice mentally? Like, do you do you have to do any kind of mental training to get ready for the lights, the cameras, the action, the the, the crowds? Like, do you do anything, Jade? I'll put it to you first. Do you do anything to prepare yourself mentally for that? Um, I feel like now I am. I feel like before in my past fights, I wouldn't. I would kind of just, you know, once once we were there, I was just in the moment, you know, thinking in the moment. But now for this fight, um, like, you know, with this new year starting, I'm definitely trying to focus more on, like, getting mentally ready for that. Because I have walked into fights and I'm just, I could feel the nerves. I'm nervous, you know. I mean, once you're in the ring or the cage, the nerves go away, you know. But I don't, just walking up with that feeling, you don't want that. You want to be walking out just feeling like, you know, you're ready. So, I would say that I'm definitely now mentally training to, for that. Just, yeah, that part alone, walking out, seeing everybody, the lights, them calling out my name, you know, all of that. Yeah. I would definitely say, yeah, for a fight, you need to be mentally and physically ready for everything. Ben, counterpoint? Yeah, I like I like what you said about being present. I'll, I'll just speak for myself on this one. Uh this is my, I've put my essence in my way into this. Like my, my being, every fiber of my being has been put into this fight. I am, I, I think about it. I eat, I sleep and I think, and I train about it. It's, it's my life right now. And every other aspect of my life is currently suffering because of this. And it's <laughs> a sacrifice I am prepared to make. Yeah. I am. I am so focused on this fight. I am prepared. If it comes down to it, I am prepared to perish in there in front of everybody. That's that's where I'm at. So I visualize it every day when I'm in the shower, when I'm at work, man. Sometimes people, you know, I'm a, I'm a bouncer at a bar. And sometimes when I'm in the back, sometimes people have caught me shadow boxing, maybe checking myself out in the mirror a couple times. Like, <laughs> I am, I am extremely extremely obsessed with this so i think about it all the time i i can't wait i just can't wait to walk out and and feel it Let, let's get into it you know like yeah i am i'm deeply deep you know what i'm trying to say i'm hyped up and i'm losing my words because i'm so hyped right. up about it <laughs> no i'm good i'm, I'm glad that you're that's how I get too. I mean, I start talking about, you know, me fighting and then I could feel my adrenaline getting up and I'm like, all right, calm down, breathe. <laughs> you have to like save all the energy you, uh, you have before the fight. So I definitely yeah. agree with what Ben said though. Definitely, you have to be all in for sure. You have yeah. to be obsessed with the sport, honestly. Ben, because I've gotten to know you and I see you and I and I see Jade, what she's doing there, both your organizations put a lot of focus on their amateur fighters 
Fight League Atlantic does a hell of a job really promoting their amateurs as if you were pros. Like, there's no difference. I can't tell the difference when I, I see the beat a lot of the pros we got around here. I'll tell you that right now. Put me in a tournament against all the pro big men around here. I'm fucking whooping all of them in the same <laughs> night within two rounds. Yeah. Yeah. But and they know that too. They can act, they can, you know, I'm going to catch heat for this, but they know I whoop them. Hmm. That's that. Okay. Well, let's, let's take it there. How many amateur fights before Ben Lee's turns pro? One fight at a time, right? You know, I'm talking about all these guys I could beat. The bottom line is I'm not fighting them. I'm fighting a guy named Chris O'Toole. He's a gold medalist wrestler at the Canada Games. He called me out after my first fight. He's showing respect now. He's showing respect. But the bottom line is he called me out. So, you know, what's the what's the saying? It's like a you, you know, Megadeth song there, Holy Wars, punishment is due. And so that's what I, you know, the punishment is due for calling me out. You know, I respect anyone that's going to get in there. Big respect to him. I respect him as a fighter. He seems like an all right guy. But I'm coming in there and I'm going to finish him. Plain and yeah. simple. One fight at a time. And after I finish him, I will make a, I will call my shots on the microphone once, uh, once I win. February 3rd. What does that mean? It means you've got a name in mind? I've got names in mind. I've got a blueprint in mind. <laughs> I want to, I got screwed on uh, winning an award this year. So next year, this year for 2024, I want Ben Lee's to be fighter of the year. That's my goal. And the best way to do that is with activity. I was saying this to you before we went live. I said, I want to, I want to fight on every card this year. One fight at a time, all respect to the person in front of me. Whatever fight you're currently training for is going to be your toughest fight. But what I want to do, I want to fight on every card, and I want to win every one of my fights. And that entails winning an amateur championship. That also entails going pro and destroying some professionals. And that's going to be that is my fighter of the year 2024 campaign. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going for. We'll see how it goes. Right, this yeah. game is crazy. Like, look, look at Tony Ferguson. He's on the verge of a title shot, tripped on a fucking camera ca cable, blew his knee out, and never really had a shot. So, I mean, yeah. I have dreams in my mind of, you know, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go in and destroy everyone. We'll see how it goes, right? We'll see how it goes. One yeah. fight at a time. I got a real tough guy in front of me, and he needs, he need, he deserves, and he needs my full focus, and that's what, it, that's what it's going to be. I just long-winded answer, I know, but no, 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 no. It's okay, dude. This is your time. This is the Ben Lee's time. This is Jade Picasso time. Jade, by the way, Jade Picasso. That's a pretty cool name. Very cool. <laughs> is it a fake name or what is this? No, that's my real name. Everybody always assumes it's my fighter name, though. Yeah, or like a like yeah. a um, like an actress name. Yeah, I know. It sounds pretty. You don't hear it usually. <laughs> you don't hear a name like Picasso like that. Yeah, right. um, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm really related to the real Pablo Picasso. I've never like really checked, but my parents always say you should just tell people. <laughs> you should just say yeah. yes and see what they say. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was saying. Always the next question. That's always the next question. Is it? All right. I apologize yeah. for asking it then, Jay, but I had to. So, so Ben, I'm just looking here at the Fight League Atlantic schedule because you're saying you want to fight on every card. That's February third. Mm -hmm. Then yep. they go April 13th, so that would be a two and a half months. Yep. June 8th, another two months. 
September 21st and yep. then November 16th. Yep. Ben Lee's I fight mean, of the year. That's what we're going for. It's possible. I would that's say that's what I want. Um, I'm, I, it, it, I was saying this to my coach Andy last night. We were talking after training. And it was like, you know, how many games a year does does the Maple Leafs play, for example? Right. You know, how many, like, you look at all these different sports, they're playing every weekend. It's like I go around telling everyone I'm a fighter. I'm showing off my highlight reels to little kids and drunk people at work. And I show my highlights to everybody. I'm all I talk about is fighting. It's like if I'm gonna be about this, I want to be active. I like I want right. to get this going. Yeah, I'm an yeah. amateur. I'm 21 years old. Let me go get this experience. Like you're only you're only young and beautiful for so long, hmm. right? And Don't I know it? My expiry date's coming up. So, yeah, yeah. now. Like, well, let's get it going. Like let's. I feel amazing. Yeah, I'm. I'm I've had success so far. You know, let's get the experience. Let's take these tough fights. Let's fight yeah. these guys. Let's let's run it up. Let let me get an amateur belt. I'll do light heavyweight and heavyweight. Let me become the double champ, double amateur champion, and then go pro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm I'm shooting. I am reaching for the stars, man. I'm shooting for the stars. Maybe we land on the moon, or maybe you know, see at the top. As I've been, you know, as I've been quoting lately. Like yeah, let's 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 get it going. I I'm tired of, I mean I'm not I can't say I'm tired because I've been pretty active, but I hate sitting around. My biggest regret, you know, when I'm I at the last fight, Rory's fight back in November, I was cornering him, and I wanted to be fighting on that so so bad. When we made the ring walk and I was walking with him, I wanted to jump in there. I'm, I wish I I wish I had a I get so nervous watching my friends. I wish I could have got in there and fought for him on his behalf. Yeah. Even though, even though he did amazing, he dominated. Even though he up. kicked butt and got the yeah. title. He yeah. didn't even take a single punch and destroy Buddy for nine minutes straight. Uh, I would have liked to have been in there throwing hands myself because <laughs> that's, that's just how it is. Yeah. Like, you know, it's you, you train this every day, and I only get to play my sport every three months. It quartered yeah. me. That's not. That's not good. Yeah. So Jade. Active, Jade. Jade, how active do you want to be this year? Like, if all things were to go oh, your way? Same, thing. same, exactly what Ben said. If I could fight every, you know, two, two, three months, get in about five or six fights. I mean, one of my goals this year is definitely to get a title fight. So, yeah, I agree. I want to be active. The worst thing is to be sitting around not doing anything. I mean, actually, I wanted to ask Ben, do you, do you ever think about, you know, signing up for jiu-jitsu tournaments or... Like, or do you just only wait for MMA fights? I I've competed in some jujitsu tournaments. Only problem is they suck. You get there, you, you gotta weigh in. You gotta weigh in at eight o'clock, and then I'm always in the heavier divisions, so the heavier divisions don't even go to like two, three in the afternoon. Oh, okay. So, so just the process. We're in these, like, yeah. We're in like this church it's gymnasium. I got a bunch of jujitsu weirdos fucking talk sizing <laughs> me up all all day. I'm I'm watching people who are worse than me at jujitsu snap each other's arms and like fucking them up. So then when I'm set to go against them, I'm nervous to fight this guy that I end up destroying anyways. Mm. And I'm just hungry as hell. I'm sitting around my hands and feet get all clammy because I'm I'm half nervous. I'm I'm half trying to stay ready for when we, we start rolling. Yeah. And and I would like to, but I'm I'm gonna add on to this too. 
right now, I'm wishing that I had done more jujitsu tournaments leading up to this fight because mm. everybody around here in the local community, they think I'm just a kickboxer. So like, but they're oh. people are not respecting oh. my grappling at yeah. all. And it's, it. I can't wait for this fight because I am good at grappling. I'm, I came from a grappling background. Okay. So said, oh, if Ben tries to wrestle in this fight, he, he's going to be in trouble. Oh, if Ben's this and that. I'm like, man, I need to do some more tournaments and fuck all you guys up in these tournaments. <laughs> you'd shut up. Yeah. Some, what I'm saying is put some respect on my name. Yeah. Put yeah. some respect on my grappling. I, yeah. I, I, that's why I'm excited for the MMA fight because it's like we're going to see here soon. And mm. if I eat my words on this, then, well, fair play. I'll take, you know, shake, you know, respect. Let's go. But you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to beat me. So, what about you, Jade? Are you doing BJJ in between? Uh, Last year, I was focused, like, half of last year, I was really focused on jujitsu and um, competing a lot in jujitsu at that time. Oh, okay. The other half, I got boxing and, like, really focused on boxing. Last year, I didn't fight at all, though. I really wanted last year to just focus on getting better so when this year came i would be ready to fight like nice. as soon as possible yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah jiu-jitsu tournaments i mean i'm a fan i started with jiu-jitsu actually when i was little very little i did jiu-jitsu for like a couple months when i was seven i think and then even when i got into training again i kind of started muay thai and jiu-jitsu at the same time again like I would do one one day and then jujitsu the other day, so it kind of just all I've I worked on everything all at the same time. Nice, so nice. Like, yeah. And so Ben, you're Ben, you're twenty one. What's that? You're twenty one years old. Yeah, I just turned twenty one back in November. Twenty one, and Jay, okay. you are how old? I'm nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. So <laughs> so very in June. Yeah, in June. Okay, okay. Uh, early happy birthday. Now, <laughs> like I said before we started this podcast, my goal is to see you guys in the UFC together on the same card in two to three years. Right? Mm -hmm. you're, both, you're both the same age. You're both close to the same experience. You've got both got the same goals. You both got superior skill to get there you both got good attitudes good mental you know i can tell that you guys are strong mentally the it will be so crazy one day when you guys are on the same ufc card competing and you look at one another and go oh, crazy. that you, would be pretty cool all right ben? that'd be awesome okay <laughs> it's, it's gonna cool. happen it's 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 gonna happen we plan um, to proceed now. Is we just gotta water it and give it sunlight, give it time, and you watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Key. And I can't and I can't wait to see you guys do it and achieve it. Um before we get out of here, I do wanna uh say a few things. Did you guys see there was all that drama with Sean Strickland with that reporter that was asking him those questions? And Sean yep. turned on that reporter and started like yelling at him. Yep. Did you see that, Jade? I seen that there was something going on with Sean Strickland, but I wasn't sure what exactly what was said. <laughs> there's all first of all, there's always something going on with Sean Strickland. But, I know, right? I feel like I've seen a lot of news on him lately. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He, 
I'll, t- I'll tell you, I was worried about him going into that fight because of how much social media he does. Like, it seems like he's always doing stuff. Like, I worry that he's, like, so focused on the personality oh. and, you know, getting out there that I'm like, yeah, you got to focus on the training. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But um, so he was in Toronto, which is, you know, my hometown. Mm-hmm. And there was a pre, you know, which one I'm talking about, right, Ben? It was like before the fights, he had yeah, that conversation and started asking him some questions about the some ally of the community reporter that had nothing to say in the questions. Right. Now, I tried my darndest to get that reporter to come on the podcast. Oh, man. He's that a Canadian. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a Canadian reporter, I found out. I found his name. It's Alexander K. Lee. So if you go on uh, Twitter or X or whatever, he's Alexander K. Lee. That's the dude. I found him. He works for MMA Fighting, which is like that major yeah. like outlet, right? Yeah, big one. And, and apparently this dude is like on their podcast and stuff like that. How would I know? I only watch Fight in Sight, as do you, Ben. And, and the only one for me, of course. Right, Jade? Only Fight Insight podcast from now on for Jade? Yeah. But tell your friends. So <laughs> I wrote to him and I'm like, hey, man, do you want to come on the podcast? And thankfully he responded. And he's like, look, I don't want to do a podcast because I've already talked about it a little bit and I don't really want to go on about this. Coward. Mm-hmm. So it must have been something pretty bad. <laughs> oh, Jade, I don't want to say it on here because it is. Yeah. Okay. Seven, it's seven, so rise again, <laughs> brother. I don't I like I don't want to say it on here because it's a little bit whatever controversial yeah. right but essentially Sean kind of like the guy tries to ask Sean a question that you know is meant to kind of get Sean in trouble essentially I see you know what I mean like it's he's asking this guy who's controversial he's asking him a question you know what kind of answer you're going to get mm-hmm. but instead Sean kind of flips it around and yells at the guy mm-hmm. So he says he doesn't want to come on. Ben, I don't know that he's a coward. I think like, you know, as a reporter, I think you, you kind of just got to move on. Like, you know, this is your job. And it's like, I got to move yeah. on to the next thing. I can't be embroiled in this forever because next week mm-hmm. I got another event to get to. He did write to me, though, and he said that I could share this on the show. He said, Tim, I'm not worried about myself or the company getting banned. Because I asked, hey, are you worried that like when you do stuff like that, that then the UFC may say, get this guy out of here. We never want to see him again or his company. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes, I'm not worried about myself or my company getting banned. UFC PR public relations was extremely professional throughout. And I had no issues with questions afterwards. I was in attendance for every fight week event with no issue. Awesome. So, cause That's I thought, good. Hey man, maybe the UFC is going to get pissed that you're trying to like, instigate stuff with their fighters before yeah. the fight you know yeah. like yeah why are you trying to, why are you trying to get my talent into trouble here you know what mm-hmm. i mean because mm-hmm. after that i don't know if you guys saw it well maybe uh, jade for sure maybe you didn't but after that there were people on both sides of the debate and there was like a whole bunch of people calling for ufc 297 to get canceled that sean strickland should not fight on the event like it was getting oh wow crazy. Over over his comments, what? you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I then I said like, hey, what about you? Are you nervous that you're just going to get fired like from your company? And he says, Tim, I am not worried about being fired. My editors have been supportive and encouraging. So, 
standing <laughs> up, standing up for their employee as Dana White was as well. But you know, that's what I got out of Alexander Kaylee. So if you were looking at that and what happened with Sean, he said that. Now, next week on the podcast, I have a guy who is the oh boy, I'm not sure what his actual um title is. He is the boop 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 boop. He is a something for MMA fighting. He is a multimedia producer. He's the reporter for MMA fighting. He's the host of their show Between the Links and Heck of a Morning. He's the co-host of On to the Next One. He is Mike Heck Jr. Or oh, Mike yeah. Heck. I watched some of his stuff before. You've seen him, right? He's a yeah. big guy with MMA fighting as well. He's the bald guy. Yeah. He's good always doing dude. breakdowns and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Good good guy, notable. He will be our guest on next week's podcast. Sweet. So next, yeah. So next week, we're not going to talk to him about specifically that issue because, like, let's be respectful of that. But we are going to talk about like the media in MMA and like what is their role, what is too far, where where do you take lines, stuff like that. So if you're interested in that, we're going to have this media guy on here next week. So come on back to the podcast. If you're here joining the podcast because of either assembly member, Matt Haney or Jay Picasso or Ben Lees, make sure you follow and subscribe to us and do all that good stuff. Come watch our episodes. They are very, very good. Tell your friends. Uh, Jade, before we get out of here, I do want to say thank you so much. Ben, she only signed up to be the co-host yesterday night. She's awesome. Less than great. No, Jade. this was like very last minute, but I'm glad I did this. This was fun. This was quite, pretty cool, too. I feel like I found out a lot. <laughs> there you go. Jade, I'm yeah. very glad. Now, I will say your camera got way better after you plugged it in or whatever's happening right now. Really? Wow. See, my yeah. phone. God. Because it's, it's That's oh. why. Like I said, I did this yesterday. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's no. Yeah. No worry. Of course, as I say that, it started <laughs> to glitch. But for the most part, it oh was my very goodness. good. So, no, but thank you, Jade. I really, really appreciate it. Good luck on your fight on January 27th. Again, I'm going to put the uh, picture up. Ben, I do not have your photo. I apologize. But that is you there, man. Jade. You're on that the left side. Cool, the showcase of violence. Yeah, these are cool photos, man. Uh, there's yeah, you tell me you have no clips of me you can put on right now, Tim? What's that? You have zero clips, zero media of me that you can, they can put on here. You know, Ben, this whole uh, week for me has been a disaster. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Jade, here. So in terms of getting this all set up, Jade, let me turn this over to you while I get a picture of Ben Lee's to put up. Jade, <laughs> I'm going to ask it to you, though. Don't worry that I'm looking down because I'm just finding a picture of Ben. But the question that I asked Senator uh, Assembly Member Matt Haney, I want to ask it to you. On a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? Uh, I would definitely say ten. Yeah, um, I feel just—I just feel very grateful. I feel all the support. I feel like my fittest. I feel my most focused. I feel like twenty twenty four is going to be a great year. Um, there was a lot of work put in these past three years mentally and physically so i feel like this is the year that you know things are really going to start happening and um yeah i'm i'm pretty happy good happy i'm happy to, for you i'm happy to be able to start the year with the fight 
happy to be healthy. Yeah, I can't complain, honestly. Did you feel like you had to say you were a 10 because Assemblymember Matt Haney said you were a 10? No, that's honestly, that's really how I feel. I mean, I, I can't, that's why I really can't complain. I can't think of one thing like, oh, no, I'm a five. No, I feel very happy. I feel ready to fight. That's why I feel all the support from my family, from my friends. Um, yeah, I'm feeling great right now. I'm very happy for you. I'm really Thank happy that we met. Uh, I'm happy that you. I'm happy that you said yes to this. Definitely, after you win your fight or before your next fight, anytime you want to come on the podcast to promote something, to promote your next fight or whatever, if you just want to get experience on the mic, because you know UNF does a lot of like interviews and stuff like that oh, on their social yeah. media. Yes. Um, so if you want to get experience, although like you're you're doing great, but if you want to get experience, just hit us up and you just, you come on the podcast, you you record some stuff anytime you oh, want. Okay. You know. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's no. why I'm super glad we got to today. I'm super glad I said yes to this, even though it was last minute. I do not regret it. <laughs> this is no, no, thank cool. you. That's the you best too, compliment. Ed, it was I... nice meeting you. Yeah, it was good to meet you. That's the best compliment I could get. That she doesn't regret it. That's you know what I mean. Like that's that's good. Yeah, that's, no. that's the standard. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Ben, I've asked you before on a scale of one to ten, right? Yep. But I'll answer again if you if you're willing to ask. Please do, sir. On a scale okay. of one to ten, Ben Lease, how happy are you? I'm pretty happy right now, but I, I gotta put myself at about a seven or an eight because I'm sure you noticed from last time I'm, I'm a little higher testosterone than last time. You know, I'm a little little more irritable, right? We're about a week and a half out now, so I'm a little hungry, and I am prepared for a tough fight, and I'm, I'm prepared to inflict violence on another individual. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a little more bloodthirsty this time around than I was the one before. So, you know, last time I think I said I was a nine, happy. Now I'm about 70. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Once again, I'm super grateful for everything you know, feeling blessed, trying to live one day at a time. Yeah. I'm just prepared to put, put these hands and feet and, and knees and shins on, on someone. That's all. That's so we're that brought the score down a little bit. No, no, that's okay, Ben. No, I appreciate it. Hey, we had the PFL champion Impa Kasanganai on, and he said he was a one. Oh, wow. So oh, wow. we've had answers from all over the place. I had, Bobby King Green, UFC, you know, legend, Bobby mm -hmm. King Green, he told me that I was an idiot for even asking that question and that you can't see judge happiness. Favorite. He he tore into me, you know? Oh, wow. So everybody has their different way of taking it. Ben, here you go, my friend. I'm sorry, but I am very quick at this. I need producers and stuff. But boom! Here we go. There is Ben Lee's fighting Chris O'Toole, FLA 13, FLA the 13th on Saturday, February 3rd. Guys, make sure you go to fightleagueatlantic.com to get your tickets. Get there in person if you can. It is an incredible event. But if not, you watch it at fightleagueatlantic.com. And Jade, of course, we're going to upnextfighting.com to watch your fight if you are not in Los Angeles. Let's go. If, can you imagine if assembly member Matt Haney shows up at your fight to support you? That would be insane. As when you go to <laughs> wait, isn't he in Sacramento? Yeah, I mean, how crazy is that? If he could go, that would be great. But yeah. you'll see him one day. You'll understand see. if he couldn't. 
Yeah, you'll see him one day for sure. Uh, guys, I'm so happy to have you both on here. Ben, I will see you soon, my friend. See you next uh, week, my friend. Next week, next week. Before we let you go, Ben, is there anything that you wanted to say to the fans, viewers, and listeners of the podcast, and of course, to your fans? Well, number one, be nice to each other. And number two, if you don't know, now you know. February 3rd, Moncton Coliseum. I'm going to steal the show once again to kick off the 2024 campaign for Fighter of the Year. So get the gold ready. Get the pro contract ready. And get ready for a good show. That's really it. Damn straight. Ben, I'm so happy for you, man. I'm happy for your success. I'm happy that you're like strong mentally and that you're ready for this. Keep your focus. You've got a good team around you there at Elevation. Uh, Evolution. Yes. Evolution <laughs> I wouldn't say we're sea level out here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evolution. No, there's a gym next to me called Elevation. That's like Evolution. You've got Evolution Training Center. You've got your good friends out there. There's a few of them fighting on the card with you as well. So that must be good because you guys are all training together. I'm so happy for those guys, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Dev Devin Turner and Maswan, I'll shout him out right now. Devin's fighting for the belt. He's the underdog in this one, but I train with Devin every day. I, I know how good he is compared to what everyone else thinks. And Matt Swan is, yeah, he, he's a star in the making too. I can see him becoming bigger than me in the FLA community. Once he once he gets out there and fights and and has something to say, he can, he's going to be a huge star too. So yeah. shout out to those guys. I know I'm, I'm plugging everybody on the show now, but shout out to my yeah. teammates. Tell them to send me checks, Ben, if they want their name on this podcast. Tell them to send yeah. me money. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Ben, I'm really happy for you, man. So I will see you soon. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited for you, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast again. I, I love having you here, man. So Thank you for having me, man. Each of, those, each of those six fights, I want you on, man. And and I know Rain says hello, and Rain says that she is uh, very excited for you. And hello, she, she sends her best. Jade, before we let you go, anything that you want to say to the fans, viewers, and listeners, and your fans? Uh, just thank you for all the support. I appreciate and love all you guys. You know, shout out Up Next Fighting. I mean, if they didn't do that awesome media day with all those interviews, you would have never seen me on YouTube, you know? So, yeah, yeah shout out Up Next Fighting. That was pretty cool of them to do that for us. And, uh, Shout out my teammates and my coaches, Super MMA. There's so much. There's so many. I go to so many gyms. But just everyone who supports me and my dream, I appreciate all you guys. All right. Thank you, Jade. And Jade, of course, I do want to say this is very important. Ben and I, this is important for us. Rain yeah. may be the announcer for your fight. Okay? I, I know Because you had, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the at, at UNF they have like different announcers for the different fights. Then, like sometimes there's two of them and they alternate. Yeah, it's very important, Jade. If Rain announces you, okay, give her the fist bump. The fist bump. You like know, that? like when she's yeah, like you know when she's screaming your name and she's like, oh yeah, 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 boom. Oh my goodness, that would be so cool. I've never had a female commentator. That would be like. So different. Announcer, announcer, not commentator, announcer. Oh, announcer. I'm sorry. Announcer, yeah. announcer. Yeah, that would be awesome. Okay. I'll tell I'll remember that. Fist bump. Look <laughs> if she announces your fight, give her that okay. fist bump. That's gonna be All a right. very cool moment. 
And uh, if she doesn't announce your fight, make sure you go over and get a photo with her and say hi, because, you know, I know she really wanted to be here for you as well. So uh, awesome. she, I know she's, I know she's excited to watch your fight. It's the second only female fight ever at Up Next Fighting. Yeah, so I know. That, Everyone's pretty excited for this because of that reason that there's yeah. no fights on there. So I'm, I'm very excited. It's All right, put on a, put on a show this Saturday. Ben, you put on a show the, the week following. I will see you guys. I'll talk to you. You guys are forever friends of the podcast, of course. Thank you so much, Thank guys. You. Right around right around now, I'm going to put some uh, videos up that you guys can click on that are other great podcasts. Maybe I'll put that Bobby Green one so you guys can see it when he yelled at me about that. But I anyways, that clip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's a good dude. All right, guys. Have a good All one. Right. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks. Jay, you've been an amazing co-host. Ben, you're the best, dude. See you guys. See you Bye. later. Good luck in the fight. Good fight.